Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills and OTAs taking place, mandatory minicamp on the way. Good to see the Buffalo Bills back in the area on the field. Reports coming from the Great Beat reporters, kind of giving you the updates on everything taking place with the team. As I always say in the past, you try not to get too excited about OTAs. You know, you hear something about a promising young player, or even if you hear something about someone struggling, it's OTAs, right? If we're talking about this during training camp, that's a little bit different. But at this time, the guy's getting back in town and seeing what takes place. And uh, again, good to see the Buffalo Bills back on the field, getting in some light work, some of the veterans getting some time off, and you understand that piece too, but just uh, putting us one step closer to training camp, the preseason, and of course, the regular season will be here before we know it. Um, as I've been thinking about this offseason for a bit, you know, I, we talk about the Buffalo Bills roster. We've talked in previous episodes that, right, there's, there's not a, a whole lot of training camp battles really, really out there, right? You talk about the punter position. You talk about kick return and punt returner, maybe slot wide receiver, right, between Isaiah McKenzie and Jamison Crowder. But really, that starting lineup's in a pretty good spot. But when we do take it a step further, I do get a sense that there are some holes on the Bills roster when it comes to depth, that maybe there's something that they could do from a veteran standpoint to kind of fill some of those gaps. And as I think about it, where some of those gaps really take place kind of ties with guys that have been on the roster that are currently free agents, have not signed with another team, by all accounts, haven't seen them really get a whole lot of interest from some other teams. And I would just be curious if this is the type of guy that the Buffalo Bills would entertain bringing back. Now, of course, there's the financial piece that goes with all of this. None of that is lost on me. If guys are looking to get, you know, big money and we know the Bills have limited cap space. But right here we are talking about veteran players. Kind of seems like they don't have other options at this point. Maybe come back on somewhat of a a veteran friendly type of deal to come back to Buffalo and see what they could do with the team next year. Obviously, the Bills, Super Bowl favorites, right? So if you're someone looking for that opportunity to get a ring, latch on with a team that has had success, there's worse places than you can go with Buffalo. And in each of these four situations, guys that have played with the Bills in the past, and yes, as early as last season. So as we go through with this, right, let's just go through with the the four and featured this in a recent article on buffalorumblings.com of uh, four downs. You know, the first one is Justin Zimmer. The defensive tackle got hurt six games in to the 2021 season. You know, a, a guy that has been beloved, beloved by Bills fans. Again, working his way from Division Two to the practice squad, to the active roster. Um, one of those hustle players that is, you know, shown some of those flash plays most notably in the 2021 season or 2020 season, sorry about that, uh, forcing the late fumble against Cam Newton to secure the win against the New England Patriots. But Justin Zimmer appearing in six games for the Bills this past season. 29 years old, I was a little bit surprised. Actually, I thought he was a little bit younger than that based on his limited time in the NFL. But again, when we talked about you know him kind of building up and his time to – getting a roster spot with the Buffalo Bills 
what did that look like? And for him being on the team, you know, certainly that type of type of piece where you can say, okay, you know, here's a guy that uh, has been a, a contributor, played 161 snaps on defense last year. Um, that's 161 snaps in just six games, right? I mean, that is an impressive amount. 43% of the snaps was seen a decent amount of time. 16 snaps on special teams. And, you know, and we know that last year in November that Zimmer was placed on the injured reserve, right? Ending his season. And for the time being, really ending his time with the Buffalo Bills, where he still sits out there as a free agent. Now, when I talk about them signing Justin Zimmer, again, we're talking about a minimum type of contract, but someone that knows the system as he continues to rehab can provide some depth at the defensive tackle position. Of course, we know that the Bills have made a bit of an overhaul this past season. Tim Settle coming in, Daquan Jones, uh, of course, Jordan Phillips coming back, and the uber talent and Ed Oliver entering his fourth season. But, you know, someone like Zimmer can add some depth to the defensive tackle position again as he continues to rehab, get him in the Buffalo Bills facility, see what he can do, and just keep this guy around, right? If he is able to be healthy and potentially playing, right in the the later part of the season maybe to contribute in the playoffs you know here's a guy again he knows Leslie Frazier's system heaven forbid something happens to one of your rotational players that you have at defensive tackle you know what you could get from Zimmer a high motor player that can add some depth so that's the first one on my list that I would think to the Buffalo Bills when I talk about considering resigning Justin Zimmer I would certainly have there Another guy that I've talked about in previous podcasts, um, you know, and this is Daryl Williams, offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills, um, started all 17 regular season games for the team in 2021, started all 16 regular season games in 2020. You know, he signed that contract extension before the 2021 season. And, you know, as we looked at things, you knew that was one of those contracts after one year, the Bills could certainly get out of if they wanted to. And, you know, for Williams, he went from being the starting right tackle, got shifted inside to right guard. Spencer Brown came in at right tackle. Uh, but still, when you look at things for this last season, 98% of the snaps on offense, 96% the season before, even 83% of the snaps on special teams. You know, Daryl Williams was a valuable piece to the Buffalo Bills offensive line. Now, you know, you've got Ryan Bates, penciled in at right guard this season. You've got Roger Saffold at left guard. So when I talk about the Bills potentially bringing Daryl Williams back, I really look at this and I'm thinking from more of the perspective of depth, right? Not someone that is going to be a starter, but, you know, heaven forbid you get an injury at one of your guard positions. Cody Ford is kind of your top reserve. I don't know, you know, how much faith the, the coaching staff puts in him, but that's something to consider. Spencer Brown entering his second year in the NFL. Definitely saw some great flashes from him last season. But here is someone that, uh, again, coming from Northern Iowa, did not play during the 2020 season, uh, had some ups and downs last season. Certainly the arrow is still pointing up. But if you talk about someone that can step in and play right tackle, if he ends up in an injury type of situation, I would think someone like Daryl Williams could step in for Buffalo. Again, a veteran friendly type of contract. He's already gotten his signing bonuses, right? The Bills releasing him in March. They've made an investment in him already. Maybe he didn't want to take a pay cut. Maybe he thought there would be more of a market for himself. Whatever that may be, 
right? If he is looking for a team and he can come to Buffalo and be that primary backup behind Rick Bates and behind Spencer Brown, I would be okay with that when it comes to someone like Darrell Williams and the experience he brings to the Bills and coming back to the squad. You know, the third guy on my list is linebacker A.J. Klein. And the recent six-game suspension for Andre Smith sort of put Klein back on this list for me. Uh, You know, you think back to that contract he signed with the Bills. Definitely seemed like it was a bit expensive, um, maybe a bit more of a investment than many fans would have thought he would have been worth from from that perspective. At least I felt that way. But we've seen Klein be a valuable backup, filling in for an injured Matt Milano, an injured Tremaine Edmonds, lining up in four, three sets. We know that the Bills made an investment at linebacker in the third round with Bernard coming to the team from Baylor. I get that, right? But you can look at this piece and think to yourself, okay, if Smith is missing those first six games, You can talk about other linebacker depth. You can talk about Tyrell Dotson, but nobody really brings that experience that A.J. Klein does. I'm not looking at it again, thinking to myself, this guy's the answer. I'm not looking at it and saying, here's someone that would need to sign a big contract. But if you've got a guy looking to continue his career, knows Leslie Frazier's system, right? I mean, it's like I, I sound like a broken record here, but I think you guys get it, you know, that can come in and be that valuable piece. You know, during the 2021 season, only played 29% of the defensive snaps, 43% of the snaps on special teams. So again, you talk about Smith and losing him. Here's someone that can fill in and be a valuable component to your special teams unit. 277 snaps on defense last year, 161 on special teams. As you look to fill that piece, again, you want that depth should one of your two starters go down. You know, I don't know if a third-round rookie can step in and fill the shoes of a Matt Milano or Tremaine Edmonds, but we've seen A.J. Klein do it before. I realize he's going to be 31 years old. That part is not lost on me. But when you talk about veteran depth, somebody I think the Bills could take a look at, maybe if he's looking for a spot, a veteran-friendly deal to come back to Buffalo. The final guy on the list for me is Emmanuel Sanders. And, you know, I think we talk about Sanders got off to a great start with the Bills at the beginning of the 2021 season, certainly saw things slow down as the year progressed. But here he is now, like he is not officially retired yet at this time. And you wonder sometimes with players like this, right, he's going to be 35 years old. If it's just, listen, I don't want to deal with the mandatory mini camps and the OTAs and sort of the pressure that comes with some of those things. Let me have this time to reflect. But he is not officially retired at this point. And I think when you talk about someone like Sanders, and again, we saw some things tail off later in the season, but 42 catches, 626 yards, four touchdowns, ended up being a reliable enough target for Josh Allen. Now listen, as we go through with this, wide receiver one is Stephon Diggs, wide receiver two is Gabriel Davis. But when you talk about the depth after those two players, right? Someone needs to take a playoff. I mean, certainly we could see Isaiah McKenzie playing on the outside. He does not have that size. Not that Sanders really does either. But you look and just say, okay, things are a little bit thin there. Some will mention Jake Kumro. Like Kumro does not have those stats in the NFL. As much as you might want to see him as a player or love touchdown Jesus or what he can do. I mean, well, how many catches did he have for the Bills in these past two seasons? I'm pretty sure you can count them on one hand. I don't have it in front of me, but you understand where I'm going with this. 
You bring in someone like Sanders. He has the familiarity with Josh Allen, right? Khalif Shakur, sure. A, a rookie fifth round pick. I'm pumping the brakes there just a little bit. Tavon Austin, you know, coming in, I see him primarily as a kick and punt returner. Again, not one of those players you're really putting on the outside. Sanders would bring some familiarity, bring that veteran presence. Uh, again, if you end up in a pinch where someone gets injured, can come in and can play a decent number of snaps, but does not have to be relied upon as he was in the past. You know, and you talk about him again, just kind of all of his experience that he brings to the table. Um, and we can say, hey, he was playing less snaps or less productive. He still played 77% of snaps for the Bills during the 2021 season, right? Appearing in 14 games, 747 snaps. That is nothing to shake a stick at. So again, I look at someone like Emmanuel Sanders. If he's looking to contribute, right, looking at one of his former teammates and Von Miller, is that somebody he wants to, you know, be on the sideline with again, a high powered offense, maybe not as much called upon for him to be doing game in and game out again with Gabriel Davis being that primary guy. But, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, we certainly saw some really good play from him last season. And again, if he can come back to the Bills during the 2022 season, that's something that I think would go a long way. Now, listen, as I say all of this stuff, you might be sitting here listening and saying, they can't afford this. This guy's too old. Why would you bring it back? The point that I'm trying to make here is, right, like just look at this and think about the needs on the team. And if the Bills were to bring back an Emmanuel Sanders-type player to fill that void on the roster, that's what I'm talking about. Now, for me, right, rather than someone that has to learn the system, learn the coaches, understand and develop a new rapport with the quarterback, I'm just saying bring back the guy that was here last year on a veteran-friendly deal. Same thing with A.J. Klein, Justin Zimmer, and Daryl Williams as well. I'm not pretending to have any information or saying that the team would be interested or it's something that they should do, but those are four positions, right? Call it four roster spots where I'm not as sure if the Bills have the depth that they need. So if you had an additional backup at linebacker that could fill in for Milano or Edmonds, I'd like it. Another outside wide receiver, which I really don't think the team has that depth beyond Gabriel Davis and Stefan Diggs, all for it. Backup right tackle, someone that can play right guard. Daryl Williams could be that guy. And Justin Zimmer, I've got a soft spot for. High motor, defensive tackle, you know, can play one tech or three tech, depending on the, the down and distance and situation. And again, I think one of those guys that you can get pretty cheap as he rehabs, get him back in the building and get him healthy and see if he could be a depth piece. Because, I mean, let's be honest, some you know someone like Jordan Phillips, you're signing on a one-year deal. You don't know what's going to happen with someone like him. So, listen, these are just my thoughts. I would love to get your thoughts, see if there's other players you think the Bills should be considering or signing. Um, I always appreciate you guys tuning in when I get the feedback on Twitter and in the comment section at buffalorumblings.com. Just good to know that you guys are listening, not just to this show, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, but all the great shows that we have here. You know, it's a, a tight knit group of content creators and podcasters. And the fact that you all continue to tune in, even during the quiet time, you know, these weeks in June, it goes a long way. So thank you. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you haven't done so yet, hit that subscribe button. I'm going to get out of here for now. And as always, go Bills.